very warm welcome to you from Equa Marketing. This presentation is brought to you by Equa.com, a leader in digital marketing. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Growing Dentist Podcast Show. I'm really excited to have Lynn Leggett, who is referred by a dear friend of mine and somebody I have, you know, read up on and learned quite a bit about. Uh, Lynn is a working mom. Uh, she has two teenage kids. I have two teenage kids. And um, so welcome, Lynn. Welcome to Growing Dentist. Well, thank you, Naren. Thank you for the opportunity for us to uh, chat today. Yeah. So for the audience who don't know you uh, as well, would you mind telling a little bit about yourself, you know, your story and and you know, and how important being a working mom is, because I think a lot of people can relate to that, you know, both in dentistry uh, as well, because, you know, I work with a lot of, you know, clients, dads and moms, you know, who have young teen kids. And also then talk about how you got into this business and how you got started. I mean, your your coaching, your practice management business, uh, Victory Dental Management. Sure. I'd be happy to. Um, well, I, I tell you, though, when anybody asks me what what is the reason for you being a business owner, the first thing I'm going to tell them is family, because my family is really the most important thing to me. Um, I don't take motherhood for granted at all. It, it took um, my husband and I quite a while to be able to get pregnant with our firstborn, our daughter. And we had to go through um, in vitro for her and, and Nicholas came naturally. And they're 15 months apart to the day because I really wanted to have twins since I'm a twin. But that, that didn't work out. So that's okay. I, I often tell my mom, two in diapers, that counts. And she just doesn't agree with me. She said, it's not the same. <laughs> but we... We are we are blessed with our our daughter and son, and you know, being a working mom, it it has its challenges. And you know, we we've talked about what it's like from a from a mom and and dad situation to to have kids and to be able to take them to places and be the taxi until they can drive. And just recently, my daughter has her license, so it's it's changed a little bit for me. But I I think having that boundary and knowing where where you want that line to be has been very, um, very important to me as a business owner. And I actually find that my clients appreciate me telling them, uh, you know, I'm, I'm available to you if it really is an emergency, but understand when somebody calls me in the evening, I'm going to say, is this an emergency? Because they know I'm with my family. And if they say yes, then I will stop what I'm doing and I will call them right back and we'll handle whatever the situation may be. But I think it's important to have some alignment with, with values and where those boundaries are. Um, and you, you asked me from yeah. a working mom standpoint uh, more about how I started my company and got into dentistry. Absolutely. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about, you know, why did you get into dentistry and, and um, you know, uh, you know, how did you get into it? I really have a very unique and or weird story getting into dentistry because I have a, a best friend who really hounded me for years to get into dentistry. And I kept telling her, I don't want to I don't want to work for a friend because our I was really worried about risking the relationship, to be honest with you, because we're such good friends. And it was her, the practice she has with her husband is a general practice. And it, I just resisted for a really 
really, really long time. And she finally wore me down. And I, she knew my my business background. I had run several businesses in the past and in completely different industries. So when I finally said yes to her, the first thing I talked to, discussed with them was you need to realize, yes, this is a general practice, but it is a business. And to be able to look at it from those eyes. And, and I think as, as a dentist owner, you're torn in so many different perspectives because you have that, that ownership hat that you need to wear as a business owner. And then you have the clinician that has to do all of the clinical work. So it really is a unique situation from that standpoint. Uh, but I, I did find where I could finally use my five years of Latin. And that was within the dental world because every time I turned around and they were explaining the dental, you know, terminology and and definitions to me. I already knew from Latin root words where where everything was in dentistry, so that that made me more comfortable right off the bat, and made my parents really happy too, thinking she finally can use five years of Latin. <laughs> so, go, going into creating Victory Dental Management was something that I really should have done many years before I did. But I had run a successful practice and had really not only done that, but taught the dentist also how to run the practice um, from a, a more efficient and profitable standpoint. And sometimes we all can get caught into ruts. But I, I think having a fresh perspective and looking at things cer- certainly is helpful. Um, I really enjoy working with those dentists that are struggling. Because if you were to ask me, Lynn, what do you do? My response is going to be, I'm a problem solver, ultimately, is really what I do. You know what I mean? Right, right. Go ahead. Okay. So I I guess my viewpoint with, with being within dentistry when we were talking about being a me being a working mom and being very close to my kids, I've been blessed in being able to also have some out, outside of work activities. And I used to play basketball and I've coached basketball for years now and being able to be my daughter's basketball coach. And I haven't coached every year she's played. I don't want to be that mom that says I need to coach um, every single team she's a part of because I, I don't believe in that either. But it's been a a wonderful thing to be able to participate with her and be able to be really a a basketball coach that I don't know if all of your listeners are familiar with AAU, but think about it. Those players that want to play on the college level for division one, and they're all, the goal is for them to get scholarships to play on the college level. Those are the, the players that I've more recently been able to um, be a coach for. Yeah, that's an excellent uh, point. And I, I, know, I know the reason, you know, we decided to talk more about it is because, you know, I find also I, I run a team of, you know, a company with 200 people. And uh, I I think, you know, what I find is that, you know, if you do a great job coaching your team, you don't need to worry about the business. The business takes care of itself. And so I'm really, really fascinated, you know, about coaching a bunch of, you know, girls who are teenagers, so they're not easy to be led. You know, they're kind of figuring themselves out and, you know, have all kinds of things happening in their life. And so kind of motivating them and inspiring them to play at that high level, not just as individuals, but as a team, as, you know, people who depend on each other, people who trust each other. 
that's probably a fascinating experience. And I know even in your practice, um, you know, your um, dental management practice, that's kind of something you specialize in. So I would love to start off by asking you, tell me, what did you notice about great teams? What are some of the things that you feel great teams do that ordinary teams don't do? Well, I think from... Well, I'll take a dental in- instance because I, I can always talk about sports and basketball all day long. We, we can talk hours about that. But from a great team in the dental world, it, first of all, to me, team means something. I think in dentistry that every dentist wants to say, I have a team working for me. They really want to be able to say that. But I'll tell you, nine times out of 10, they don't because a, a team you know, it's just defined simply as a group of people that come together just to achieve a common goal. But that's not good enough. It's not good enough in a practice and it's not good enough on on a court. Because if you take the great basketball teams that have been out there, they they can anticipate. They know the move of their their teammate, exactly what they're going to do, what play they're going to run. If they're not going to run that play, they know how to switch and how to anticipate what's going to happen next. Because nothing on the basketball court goes exactly according to plan. That sounds a lot like a dental practice, doesn't it? Every day we can have a plan, but it may not go according to how we want that day to go. So it's those individuals that are able to realize the purpose of what they're doing, how are they going to do about it, and how do they adjust, as well as what kind of accountability are they sharing back and forth, whether they be a dental team or whether it be a basketball team. Sorry. And I know, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I know that some of the coaches that I've admired, um, and I know that a lot of people are not going to like my particular choices that are your listeners, and I understand that, but but hear me out for a minute. Don't, don't shut me out yet. From a, a women's coach standpoint, I absolutely love Pat Summit with how she led her teams, and she actually was the first college coach ever to reach a thousand wins. Now, the next coach I'm going to mention is more controversial because I absolutely love Coach K at, at Duke University on the men's side. What I love about them is their philosophies, and if you talking to them or, or reading past interviews like I have of both of those incredibly accomplished basketball coaches, they taught their players and put them in a position to win. And how they did that was they were very intentional about what they wanted to accomplish and they followed a process. And this is that process that I'm talking about is what in, in the dental field, dentists just aren't taught how to do that. There's so much that they have to do when they're in dental school, right? And part of leadership and part of how how do I put a team together? What does that look like? What are the practical things that we need to do? They never go over that. Uh, and, And that's where, that's really where I'm able to come in and help them with that because that's really where it starts. Right. So talk to me a little bit about, uh, you talked about, you know, anticipating, right? You know, anticipating the next move. Because a lot of times, you know, life and dentistry doesn't go according to plan. Um, You talked about, you know, that common purpose of winning together and how do you do that, right? Where everybody brings in a different skill set, different backgrounds, different everything. So help me kind of start understanding, you know, like, I mean, again, you know this better than I do. So help me start understanding um, 
um, how do you go about, like, and you said everybody talks about, I, I have a great team, but nine out of 10, they don't. How do you go about, you know, figuring out where they are and helping them through this process? Um, I mean, you take a lead. I'm just, uh, I don't even know what question to start with, but anyway. <laughs> Sure. Well, that's and and that problem that you mentioned that that really is is the crux of the matter because I, I think there are three things that a dentist needs to be able to have a true dental team, and the first thing is leadership starts with the dentist owner. In my mind, that they need to be the coach and they need to lead the team. And I know being a coach is a new mindset for dentists. And I find that most dentists, even if they didn't play sports, they can understand from that analogy standpoint what I'm what I'm trying to do. So they can connect um, what it would be like to coach a, a basketball team or a sports team versus their dental team. So we got to start with that leadership. But then we they we also need to have every member of the dental team needs to understand their role and responsibility and expectations. And the third thing is all team members need clarity and understand that everyone is accountable, not only to the coach, in this case, the dentist, but also to the rest of the team. And I think some of the stuff that I'll, I'll explain that in a little more detail, but, you know, it really, it really isn't fluffy because this stuff is real. I I know that um, a lot of people think encouragement is is all you need to do. And I sort of put that on the fluffy side of things because that's great and it's needed and that's wonderful. But I'm very realistic and I want to know, okay, if I hear that, then how do I put that into action? What does that look like? What can I do to make those changes, you know, in a dental practice? So, the first thing I would say is, is mindset really is key. You have to be intentional about what you're trying to do. And some people don't like that key phrase of mindset. So I like to call it just having a choice. We all have a choice in, in a, a, to make in how we're going to respond to things. So making that choice from a positive standpoint, that's really what I'm referring to. And then, you know, the, the dentist, or in this case, the, also the coach, they have to model the behavior that they want. They have to show their team how they need things to be done. Because it's one thing to say things, but it's quite another to be of action and showing it and being able to, to do it. Um, you really can't have that disconnect between what you're doing and what you're asking the team to do, because then you lose all credibility. The, then what you're trying to build is 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 not going to be built at all. Um you know, you also need to know your team and their individual personality so you can really bring the best out in them. And I think that takes time, Naren, and, and it's an investment that you're making in your team and, and really ultimately in your practice. And I know a lot of, a lot of dentists, when, when I mention this, you know, I'll ask my clients, when was the last time you told somebody thank you on your team? And they just look up in amazement and when you actually ask that question, they can't remember. So that's that's one of the things of of the broader scope of being a leader is you've got to take the time to actually thank the people that are working for you and 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 with you. Um, the the next thing that I mentioned was for every team member to understand their role and responsibility and expectations. But in order to do that, the doctor has to explain their philosophy of why they're, why they're even in practice. And, and I'll 
tell you a couple questions that I ask my clients to, to get us thinking about this. Um, they really need to know their mission. Why, why are they in practice? Why do they do what, what they do? You know, what are the goals they're trying to accomplish? You know, a lot of, I use the phrase fluffy. Um, I've had a client that actually told me, you know, I, I don't like this. I don't like to talk about this. So then I ask them, why? Why do you do what you do? If you had all of the production and collection in the world, what would you do? What's the bigger picture for you? And I've had several that, tell me in different workshops that they want to make a certain amount of profit so they're able to do the pro bono work that they want to do. And I think that's wonderful. If that's their goal, I think that's absolutely wonderful. But they need to make a profit to be able to be there for their patients, right? And profit isn't a bad word. And I find that a lot of dentists almost apologize for running a business. And they shouldn't do that because that's the, that's the vehicle, the manner in which they're going to be able to help their patients. Or some of the areas that they would have goals would also be, you know, the, the tasks that we always think about, numbers of referrals, new patients, hygiene department numbers, treatment plan acceptance, you know, those types of things. But the other areas that they need to, to talk about with their team is what is the dentist? What is their core values, their belief system? Um, you know, answering those types of questions, that's really what's going to guide all of their other decision-making for their practice. Uh, you're bringing up exceptional points and, and um, you know, kind of, um, I, I run a marketing company of 200 people and, of course, I don't coach dentists, but I coach my team. So we do not have managers. And this kind of came up, I guess, over the last couple of years, more so than before. We have coaches. We have business coaches and personal coaches. And the business coach's job is really simple. Help our clients grow the confidence they have in us with the help of our marketing tools, our marketing strategies, and so forth. That's it. Single purpose, that's all they do. So people are not afraid of trying things and taking risks and speaking their mind. Of course, you know, we have tools and best practices, so those are all there to make sure they don't fall and they don't have to figure it out. But at the same time, if something is a dumb idea, People have the freedom to say no or, you know, not do it, right? And same thing, we have a separate personal coach because we believe when people are growing, their output is going to grow and they're going to be happy. Mm -hmm. And another point you mentioned that's really, really rings true to me is we all have a purpose. We all are good at something. So when you make me do something I'm not good at, it becomes work. It becomes painful. But if you help me do something I love and that I'm good at and that's good for the business, now it becomes fun. And when you're having fun, you don't have to be managed. You're, you know, you're just enjoying yourself, right? And, um, you know, and this is something I have to be honest. I didn't learn till, you know, by making mistakes. We're so busy, we don't take time to smell the roses. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's our own accomplishments but, or our teams. So that genuine thank you. It's not like a paycheck or a big thing. It's really that honest genuine appreciation, you know, where somebody be, you know, helps somebody be somebody, like, you know, understand them and help them and then appreciate them for being who they are. Um, so it, it's, it's fascinating. I, I know a lot of dentists who are probably listening to this, um, you know, these might be new ideas because they're so caught up in the weeds, you know, how many bookings and how many this and how many that, right? I mean, they kind of, you know, miss the, you know, big picture, which is, 
comes from the heart. You know, who am I? Why am I doing this? You know, yes, of course, we need to make profit because without profit, the lights, you know, we can't, you know, the lights are not going to turn on and, you know, things are not going to happen. So we need profit. And it doesn't have to be, oh, I have to apologize for making money. No, you can have it both. You can make a difference and in the lives of patients, in the life of your team and make a profit. So I kind of really like, you know, the way you think about this, you know. Uh, you're not saying, you know, here is the rule book, memorize it, and you will do great teamwork. You're saying go back within you and try to figure out, you know, why do you do what you do? What motivates you? Do, do your people know it? Why do they do what they do? What motivates them and what are they good at? Am I making sense? Absolutely. If you saw me, you could see me shaking my head. Yes. Because what, what you really say in this example is, I think that dentistry is all about relationships. When you really just tear everything aside, it is about relationships. It's about trust. And and when you're building a team, you're building, like you said, whether they're they're coaches, you know, personal coaches or business coaches in, in, in your world, you're building a group that they're reflecting on you. They're reflecting on the dentist because the dentist was the one that hired them. So understanding what makes your people tick. I mean, first of all, I'm going with the assumption that you've hired the right people. That cannot be overstated. You've really got to make sure that you hire correctly for what you're looking for and not just having a warm body and not feeling the pressure to handle just because you need somebody to do something. But those questions that we just talked about in the beginning there, and those are the hard ones sometimes because dentists don't want to think like that or they don't want to think like that or they think it's not important. And when you when you think about those things for yourself and the business and the practice that you're trying to run, that's going to come through to your patients because it also comes back to the culture that you're trying to build. I mean, your culture is going to determine what's acceptable or unacceptable in your practice. So your culture is going to dominate not only hiring for your team and how they act among themselves and the dentist, but it's also for the patients. How do you want them to be treated? You know, how do you want them to feel when they enter and leave your practice? That's one thing I talk about a lot with clients is what's the perception of your patient, you know, when they get there and when they leave? Because I want them to build that trusting relationship. I want them to feel that they're, you know, taken care of and they're loved and and they're in the right place. Um, I think we've really gotten away. It's not all about numbers. It really is. If you treat people right and they value the dentistry that you're doing for them, they're going to be repeat customers. They're not going to go to the cheaper guy down the street that's just worried about production. You've got to set yourself apart and be unique because depending on where the market is, there's an extreme amount of competition in dentistry. And I find a lot of my clients that are fee for service, they're competing against people, other offices that are accepting all kinds of insurance. So my way of talking to them and really all of my clients is let's make sure that the experience of your patient is the best that it can be, because that's what you need to be able to do. Right. I would like to share some examples and would like to hear your examples of amazing, uh, you know, you know, teams and amazing dentists. Um, like, I mean, I, I have a dentist. Um, he works um, 24 hours a week. Um, he's very passionate about, you know, a certain type of dentistry, you know, biological dentistry. So he, he, he teaches other dentists and he helps them and, you know, he he's really into it. And, um, and the people he hires are also very passionate about it. And he makes, you know, 
million and a half dollars and you know he makes a lot of money you know working 24 hours a week and um, it starts by his purpose his purpose is I want to be a hero to people who appreciate their health and those people who appreciate their health love him because he is so dedicated to the idea of you know that health and you know you know helping you be healthier and healthier and the attention to detail all the things he studies all the things he does so a lot of times he never have to convince patients oh here this is the treatment and it's going to cost you 10 no they they are like please help me you know they are telling him i did i, I did a lot of thinking and I, i've been doing a lot of research and you are the person for me help me help me you know improve my health because that's who you are so he sees one to six patients a, a day and he really spends the time with them and they really appreciate him it's all cash you know fee for service and the people who work for him they're not there to do a job they're not just oh yeah he's paying me so much and i'm here because i get a paycheck they also believe in what he believes in about improving health and the overall health through dentistry so it's almost like the success he has and the lifestyle he has is a byproduct of his commitment to that vision or that mission and his team's commitment to that vision or the mission yes he's very successful yes he works a lot less than most of the dentists yes he's very successful you know but it those were not what he went after he went after who does he want to be and you know what kind of a what kind of a practice he wants to run and then he started chipping away at it uh, of course it took him you know 20 years to get there but <laughs> the point is you know like I, i think the idea that you know number like you said you know money will come success will come but if you if you are only focused on it without focusing on why are you doing what you're doing you know inspiring your people around it it usually won't come so it's almost like the less you focus on success and the more you focus on you know going deep and figuring out why are you doing what you do and i loved what you told me when we first started this conversation you said being a mom is my calling you know that's like by far the number one thing and of course you know like those of us who haven't struggled having children don't appreciate children as much as somebody who you know who had to really work work for it right Mm-hmm. but when you have it you do such an amazing job you know your kids will never forget it you won't forget it you know and um, you know i mean it changes everything so it's amazing you know anyways uh, i'm rambling on but you know so i would love to hear your <laughs> thoughts on uh, you know how you like what is an amazing dental team that you have looked at you know what are the attributes because i think a lot of times when people hear examples and stories i think they really can you know visualize it sure well i think the one thing when you were describing to me your dentist and the um and your experience when you're there it just brings to mind one word to me and that's clarity when we have clarity it's amazing what we can accomplish so taking the example of of, of a great dental team having that clarity of their expectation and and their role and responsibility because you know it's one thing for me to say something very grandiose but i know i know dentists like to think okay now how do i make that happen what are the steps in order in a linear fashion for me to do that and i like to make things real because i just don't want to say certain key phrases or or buzzwords that everybody's talking about because i want to give them actionable items cuz that's that's really where the meat's going to be for them and ha- having clarity for the role and responsibility of each team member in your practice you've got to think about that because 
you're dealing with other people and this is where communication is really, really, really important. They need to understand what they're expected to do, but they also need to understand that they're accountable to the dentist and also to the rest of the team, which means the entire team has to understand every process and system in the office and how they relate to it. That's a simple way of saying it because Think about from a visual standpoint, Naren, dominoes. If one domino falls, it's going to affect everything else, right? right? Same thing in a dental practice. If there is, if they have a horrible experience at, at the front desk and they get to the assistant and she's fantastic and the hygienist is fantastic and everybody else is great, what is that patient going to walk away from? They didn't like the experience that they had at the front desk. So everybody has to have that clarity and know how they, what is their expectation for the whole patient experience from beginning to end. And I think that's where we lose sight of of the patient at times, because sometimes we think the tasks are so important. I'm a big believer in if you put the patient first, then everything else is going to fall in line because that's who you need to make happy. And now I'm not saying don't, I'm not saying don't take care of your team and and the patient's always right, because actually I, I don't always believe that every situation is unique and different, but the experience of what the patient has in your office, that's really what I'm talking about. And those great dental teams really come from understanding the clarity of the doctor and what they are trying to accomplish in their practice. And clarity is to me, the number one thing and communication is the second because they both work hand in hand for everybody on the team to understand really what their what the ultimate goal is. Right. It's kind of funny. You, you reminded me of something. Um, yeah, I mean, the person answering the phone, if that person is really have a smile on his face when, he's, when he, or she, he or she is answering the phone and really welcoming and really helpful, the person who's making that phone call, you know, is going to be happy and would want to engage that person, right? If the person says, oh, my job is to answer the phone and you write, take these notes, you know, I'm just going through my motions of doing the task, it's not the same thing. So what you're saying is every person has a role to play, like in a, you know, a basketball team, you know, somebody's defending, somebody's, you know, um, um, uh, you know rebounding, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm not, I'm not an expert in basketball, but... Um, so everybody has to have clarity in terms of what their role is in, in conjunction or in, in, in relation to uh, the overall purpose of what does the customer want or what does the patient want and how do we provide it. Uh, you know, in our own way, not the way the next door neighbor is doing it. I mean, the dentist across the street is doing it, but for us. Are making sense? Absolutely. And, and I, I'm a firm believer. I, I'm not one of those... Um, coaches or consultants that say, okay, this is my system and this is what we're going to do. I approach every client from a custom standpoint because every practice, in my mind and in my opinion, every practice is unique and every situation is unique. Why in the world would I want to be cookie cutter and talking to everybody the exact same way? Because that's just not going to work. And when when I talk with potential clients especially, I need to make sure that I align with what they're looking for 
and how I can help them. Because if <laughs> I've learned one time, I think all it takes is, is that one bad situation. And I think the situation could have gone better because I didn't ask the right questions. And I spend so much time with with potential clients before we decide that we want to work together to eliminate that, you know, that frustration for them and that, that frustration for me. It, it's it's both of us for both parties. Uh, but I think clarity and communication cannot be overstated. Because if you have the wrong map or you don't have clarity, you're going to get lost. doesn't matter how hard you work. Yep. You know, and, and it, it reminds me of, of something I, I was telling a friend the other day. I, I think words really do matter. And when we sit back and when we're very uh, intentional in what we say to people, instead of just, you know, just spouting off and just saying different things. It, for me, it's it's a personal thing. I hate the word train. I think I think we teach people and we train dogs. And I, I, that's just always bothered me. I, every time I hear somebody say, we're going to train this. No, no, no. We teach people and, and we, we train animals, but we teach people. And that's really what it's about because having that clarity on the team and teaching them what we want to take place. And every day is not perfect. I'm not telling you the best teams out there that they get it right 100% of the time and because they don't. I mean, we can see that in sports. We can see that in dental practices. We can see that in life. But having that intentional mindset every day of saying, this is what we want to accomplish. We're going to work together for the same goal to be able to take care of the patient, you know, to make sure they get the treatment that they need, to make sure that they have great oral health, to make sure that they're, you know, we give them different financial, um, different things to choose from, whether it's care credit or, or other things for them to be able to get the treatment that they need. It's almost like we are the ones that are, we are the information gatherers. We give our patients everything they need for them to be able to say yes and to be taken care of. Right, right. I was going to ask you, um, in terms of, um, we talked about clarity, we talked about, you know, being very intentional, you know, uh, starting with the dentist and then each team member and how do we, does everyone work together? What are some of the things you have noticed? Um, uh, what else have you noticed that you feel are critical to create that great teamwork? I think the, the it's it's great on the front end to have everything we've already talked about, like we said, the clarity and and the understanding of the goal. I think the number one thing that's going to se- separate the good teams from the great teams are those dentists that embrace their role as leaders and as coaches of their teams and to be able to build that culture where everybody is accountable, not only to them as the dentist, but also to the rest of the team. And that one part is very crucial to be successful, you know, every day, year over year. Because if you don't have that accountability piece, then really you're, you're just preaching with no results. You're just talking. Because it's very important for everybody to understand, okay, if, if, if for some reason, say somebody on the team is just having a bad day, and, and that's life. We all have good days, bad days, and, and in between. But if somebody's having a bad day, we, we need to check that at the door and be ready to be on for our patients. It, it, and I'm not trying to create a, a false sense of self, but you just, you have to be there in present in the moment to be able to take care of your patients. So if for some reason somebody is not able to to handle things 
like they normally would, I think the rest of the team needs to say, hey, you know, snap out of it here. Let's get back on track and let's make this happen and be encouraging to one another. There, there are different team aspects that in the dental practice we certainly need to do. Sometimes you just need to hear, hey, it's going to be okay. We can talk about this at lunch, but right now let's just Let's do what we need to do and we'll figure out what needs to happen. If it's, you know, somebody got in a fight with their boyfriend or they got in an argument with their spouse or whatever the case may be. And, and those are life things that happen daily or, or somebody's kid made, their, made them mad. I mean, that happens, right? So, but we can't let our patients know that. They don't, they don't need to see that part. But, but as a team, it's almost like you're, if you're a true team, it's almost like that is your work family because a true team is going to have that caring and concern and it takes time to build that rapport it's not instant and it ne- and it's definitely intentional every day is intentional so i would say really really long answer to your question is that accountability and having that sense within the team because that is crucial to be able to have success yeah i love what you said so the, the great teams versus the good teams great teams the dentist sees and embraces and grows in his role as the leader and the coach, right? I mean, if you think about a football game or any game for that matter, coach is not on the field. He cannot tell these, you know, players, oh, you know, go left, go right, do this, do that. He has to trust them and rely on them that they are going to play the game based on the circumstances at that very moment, you know, because they trust each other, they depend on each other, they anticipate each other. They are there for each other, right? Like the person is having a bad day. You know, you don't just you arguing about it or talking about it or making a big, it's not going to help anybody, right? So that creating that trust, creating that, you know, comfort level where people understand, appreciate, and leverage each other's strengths. And that's hard because like you said, most dentists are busy, you know, doing what they learned in school, you know, with, you know which is the clinical side. But all the clinical stuff, without this, amazing teamwork which comes from a great coach slash leader is useless because at the end of the day there's a human at the other end and that human is not a piece of paper or a, or a box it's a human with feelings you know thoughts everything else right and if that human who's your patient doesn't feel cared for doesn't feel um, taken care of he's not going to come back he's not going to say nice things he's not going to you know um, accept treatment so it's like an uphill battle and you are just going after numbers for the sake of numbers without getting anywhere. So it's, it's amazing that, that mindset shift from, you know, being a dentist to being a coach slash leader. That's, I, can, I can see why you feel that's critical. You know, that what, that's what differentiates the great teams from the okay teams. And, and going back to what you said with the football analogy, it, it could be any sport. How... All of that that you're talking about for a coach to be able to have their team, whether it be on the court, on the field, whatever the, you know, the sport is, and to know that they can react to certain things, all of that takes place with what the coach does with the team during practice. And that's when those moments, I mean, I know I can tell you, I can either hold my hand up for all of my teams and do a signal, or I can yell one word, and we're going to change our defense. Because it's that instantaneous, because I've taught them, or as most coaches, you put your team in a position to win, that you need to be 
adaptable and change at a moment's notice. Same thing in the dental world. And I find that if I can get my clients to understand or the audience when I'm speaking to be able to understand that sports analogy, it's amazing how all of this other stuff, it actually means something. And I love coaching basketball, but what when I coach girls that age, what I'm really doing is teaching them life skills. That's why I love it so much. I mean, I love basketball. And and Naren, if we ever meet face to face and we're watching a game, I'm going to be the one screaming and and hitting things, you know, because I'm very passionate about it. I think I think you can tell when when talking to me, and anybody who's ever seen me during a sporting event knows that about me. And they're forewarned that I'm going to be into it. I'm going to be in the moment. But for a dental team, you know, it's not all about screaming and up and down and cheering for the team. It's let's how do we break that down? What do we do? to have a good practice because that's what we're really talking about. It's preparation. It, it's be knowing what we need to do when we need to do it. And it is completely related to the clarity. So, you know, I know I've said a lot of different words while we've been talking together, but I think I think everybody can understand what, what you and I have been talking about with being able to lay it out with teams and, and being able to talk to dentists. And I think as a coach, as the coach dentist, the leader dentist, it's a different perspective. I don't know of a lot of anybody else talking about it from this perspective. And I, and I, I love that opportunity to, to, uh, to talk to dentists about that because they truly understand at that moment. It's like, I love seeing the light bulb go off and I, I know it when it happens, I can see their faces all the time and they, and they get it. Once they get it, they've got it, but they, then it's, how do I do that in my practice? And that's what I love helping practices with. Absolutely. I would love to talk to you for another one hour, but we do need sure. to wrap <laughs> <laughs> So let me ask you this. Um, how can somebody learn more about this mindset, you know, and how kind of can they go from being this clinician to be this, being this coach, uh, you know, slash leader? Um, can they get in touch with you or like how do you typically engage people or help dentists? Oh, absolutely. I'll, I'll give you um, some three different ways to get in touch with me. Um, you can get in touch with me by going on my website, which is victorydentalmanagement.com. You can send me an email at victorydentalmanagement at verizon.net. Or if you want to chat, you can give me a call at 804-399-2053. Eight zero four three nine nine two zero five three, and there's no agenda. They just can come with their challenges and talk to you, and, and you, you can, you know, really understand and help them. Is that how you do it? Like, how, how what happens when they call you? Yep, when they call me, we, you know, we typically, and and I do a a, a free complimentary uh, session with me anyway to be able to see if there's something that I can help them with. Because, like I said before, I need to make sure that I can help them and they like me. It's it's a you know, it's a two-way street. We got to be able to um, make sure we're all on the same page. So it, it's a conversation that we have, and I'd love to be able to help. You know, I think in this world, we don't pay it forward enough. And I think in dentistry that that's one area I absolutely love working in this field because ultimately I'm here to help. And I realize, especially over the years, I have a very high degree of wanting to help other people. So I love doing that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So they can just call you and openly talk to you about their challenges and if you can help them and if they want you to help them then you guys engage if not no no harm no you know no foul so that's great absolutely i'd look forward to it 
Yeah, thank you very much. Um, I really appreciate this, Lynn, for taking the time. And uh, hopefully we can do this again sometime and maybe get into another part of teamwork. I know teamwork is a huge word and there's so many details and you know so many pieces to it. But uh, yeah, I love what you shared with us. You talked about clarity. You talked about you know the vision and, and who do you want, what kind of practice do you want, and what kind of an experience do you want. You talked about the mindset shift from, you know, I am a clinician to I am a coach slash leader. Of course, you're still a clinician, but without the coach leader part, it's not as effective, right? And and um, so this is awesome. I really, really got so much out of this today, and uh, I really want to thank you for taking the time to talk to me. Oh, absolutely. The, it, the pleasure's been mine, and thank you so much for the invitation. Thank you. And um, hello, everyone. Once again, thank you for listening to Lynn on Growing Dentist podcast show and have a wonderful day.